0: dot to dot
1: a new skill every day in five minutes
0: hey guys quite a significant day potentially in history in the u.s today and thus i thought we would look at this skill which is called this day in history it's powered by the history channel and let's find out what has happened on this day in history alexa open this day in history
1: Welcome back to this day in history. From history.com November 3rd, 1930. At 12:05 a.m. on this day in 1930, the Detroit Windsor Tunnel between the United States and Canada is officially open to car traffic. As Windsor Mayor Frederick Jackson had bragged at the tunnel's elaborate dedication ceremony two days before, the structure the only international subaqueous tunnel in the world made it possible to pass from one great country to the other in the short space of three minutes. <laughs> For his part. Detroit Mayor Frank Murphy cheered that the project signified a new appreciation of our desire to preserve peace, friendship, and the brotherhood of man. The first passenger car through the tunnel was a 1929 Studebaker. Hmm. Would you like to hear more about this event? Another event from November 3rd? Or an event from a different date? Another. November 3rd, 1964. In one of the most crushing victories in the history of U.S. presidential elections, incumbent Lyndon Baines Johnson defeats Republican challenger Barry Goldwater, Sr., with over 60% of the popular vote. Johnson turned back the conservative senator from Arizona to secure his first full term in office after succeeding to the presidency after the assassination of John F. Kennedy in November 1963. During the 1964 campaign, Goldwater was decidedly critical of Johnson's liberal domestic agenda railing against welfare programs and defending his own decision to vote against the Civil Rights Act passed by Congress earlier that year. However, some of the most dramatic differences between the two candidates appeared over the issue of Cold War foreign policy. The Republican angrily charged Johnson and the Democratic Party with having given in to communist aggression, pointedly referring to the existence of Castro's communist Cuba 90 miles off America's shore. On more than one occasion, Goldwater seemed to suggest that he would not be above using nuclear weapons on both Cuba and North (laughs) Vietnam to achieve U.S. objectives. Johnson's advisers, of course, did all they could to portray Goldwater as a saber-rattling warmonger, who would bring the world to nuclear annihilation if elected. The president countered his opponent's challenges by portraying himself as a model of statesman-like restraint. Concerning Vietnam, He mollified domestic concerns about a possible war by claiming that he would not send American boys 9 or 10,000 miles from home to do what Asian boys ought to be doing for themselves. Johnson's statement satisfied many Americans, but any commitment he may have had about avoiding direct U.S. involvement in the Vietnam conflict was already eroding by the time of the 1964 election. Four months after his victory, Johnson committed U.S. combat troops to Vietnam. Would you like to hear more about this event? Another event from November 3rd? Or an event from a different date? Stop. Goodbye.
0: Wow. And you can learn even more than that about this particular event and many others. There you go, guys. Good luck in today's elections. And we will speak again tomorrow. Feedback, comments, demos. The dot to dot podcast at gmail.com. Briefcast.fm.